You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Well, hello, everybody. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority with a number 54 podcast. Um, podcast is Healing Matters. Um, let me make sure that it went through. I was okay. Let's do that again. So, uh, this is uh, number 54. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. And uh, this is the podcast Healing Matters. Uh, my company is Strategic Healing. Uh, .us. You can always get a hold of me there. My uh, number at my office when you want to ask questions or schedule appointments or things like that is 734-985-5891. Right? Uh, um, and then also uh, I have uh, posted on my Facebook Live. These podcasts are also uh, videos. Um, so right now I'm doing my Facebook Live uh, which is that's uh, strategic healing is the Facebook page, and then I later post them on uh, YouTube and other platforms, and that's Jason Eagle QRA. So if you can go to um, YouTube and look for my videos here, which are the podcasts. So today we're going to do a show on fat metabolism, fat metabolism or hormones. Um, they're they're one and the same thing, um, and quite frankly. Um, a lot of people have been so bamboozled by this, um, the what fat is, um, what our fat metabolism, what our gallbladder is, what our liver is, what bile is, what good digestion is. Is fat bad? Is fat good? What does fat do? Um, I have fat and shouldn't I get rid of it? Um, uh, all of these different types of things is uh, I'm going to get into it today in terms of what it really is. So. First of all, let's talk about um, a body, what a physical body is. You're listening to me with your physical body. Quite frankly, fat is so important for your ears. Um, when people have a lot of ear problems, the tinnitus and stuff like that, um, losing their hearing, uh, one of the top things is oils, is the essential fatty acids, the bioflavonoids, the, um, uh, but in particular, oil. Uh, so when people are low on DHA and low on essential fatty acids, Low even on triglycerides. If you can get too low on your triglycerides, um, one of the things is that you're hearing as well as your joints and hormones and your brain and your just everything. So let's start with you're a body, okay, and you're made out of flesh and blood. Well, that flesh and blood is um, essentially, uh, it's funny because we are, if you were to take a person and dice them up and then separate all their parts and put them through a strainer and say how much liquid comes out, how much, um, uh, water, how much fat, how much oil, how much solid mass, we're the exact, um, same proportions as the world itself. So the whole planet, you could say, is about 70 plus percent water, seawater. Um, that's how much the oceans are that are all connected. That's our body. Um, our body has the same exact, as far as the blood, when it's healthy, it should have the same salinity, meaning how salty is salt water. We're not talking about like the, you know, the Dead Sea, just regular seawater has a, a, an amount of salinity. And uh, our blood should have the same amount. Sodium, we should have salt electrolytes dissolved in our blood in order for the electricity of our heart and brain and everything you could possibly think of work and communicate because we're all neurologic. Also fat, neurologic is important because you are literally a brain with wires, nerves that you could 
see they are little like wires okay and just like a wire that's inside your wall that's a copper wire because electricity moves conducts down a metal and particular coppers are really really good copper is also important in your body that's a huge part of copper and iron and um, all these other things but a nerve is think about a nerve as the copper is the inside of the wire now what does every wire also have it has a piece of plastic what's called insulation which is a fat layer in our body in the world it's plastic so that you don't have two metal parts rubbing on each other and it will arc out and when you get to like say parkinson's and people are shaking and stuff like that that's what that is is that um the breakdown of the lipid layer it's almost like the rats ate the plastic off your wires and now they're they're um touching each other and sparking arcing and not so, but that's related to fat metabolism. Um, you know, huge, when you get a breakdown of those fat layers and not enough and you can't dissolve it. Okay. Let's go back to, again, the planet, which is if we were to say 70% of that seawater is, is our blood and our fluids, then the remainder is going to be solid mass. So like the, the, the world in terms of how much is land and how much is water. Okay. Um, and then how much of that land, if you break it down, is it really just solid matter? And then how much of that land and even inside that liquid is fat, okay, oil? And we get to a smaller percentage, smaller, smaller. Um, and then we get into the principles of, well, oil and water doesn't mix. You know, that's why we can have, let's say, oil, uh, petroleum uh, underground in the aquifers uh, and then water right next to it, and they don't mix. And water can blow, yes, but water can get contaminated. But again, they separate out in layers. And same thing in our body. We separate out in layers. And in those layers, there's things that are able to go in between that. And the thing that's the most permeable in terms of able to kind of grab onto stuff and carry it and then deposit it or grab on it and dissolve stuff is that's water, Okay. Um, and that's why we're mostly water. So when we eat food, we digest, we metabolize it, meaning it has to go from out there to chewed up to then broken up to then extracted and turned into fuel. It's the same thing with, you know, with oil is that you have to refine it. Yes, yeah, sure, you can just burn up, you know, oil, but it burns very smoky and it and it's very dirty and all kinds of other stuff. And it's a waste of the energy because you can get way more energy. So with fat, in our body is the exact same thing as oil in the earth, which is, it's a pound for pound in terms of what gasoline provides. It's, you know, atomic is not even close. You know, um, the explosive force of gasoline and the amount of work is, that's why it's hard for us to phase out is because it's hard to match because it's amazing. Um, but it's the same thing. This is our body desires to feed off of, um, fat as outside sources of fat or internal sources of fat, dissolve fat. But the problem is, is just like oil and water, oil and do water does not mix. And you got a problem. And so then again, like I said, we, there's fat metabolism, or I'm sorry, there's, there's water-soluble vitamins and minerals, and then there's fat-soluble vitamins and minerals. That means that the only way that it can get out of the material and then delivered into your body, delivered into your cells, which are this mixture of water and solid material and fat, the fat has to have stuff from the water permeate into it. 
But if the fat's sitting there like a glob inside of water, like, you know, take some butter and put it in some cold water, just floats there. Yeah, and you can heat it up, right? And you can bring it to boiling. But then you'll still see that that water, that that fat, now oil, that sits on top. But when it gets colder, it will start to congeal. Um, I have a friend, Shannon, and this is a heads up to Shannon, which is, I'm going to put a, a Star Wars theme in this one. And, and the Star Wars theme is, is the balance between the dissolvers and the coagulators. <laughs> so, um, but let me describe that because we have things that have to be dissolved in our body. So even fat can be dissolved through enzymes. Same thing like you can wash dishes. So sandy, dirty stuff. You can wash it off with just plain water, and that's water-soluble. However, uh, stuff that's oily and stuff that's it really stuck to the pans, um, you have to have some sort of degreaser, um, a dissolver, and that's what the liver is, the bile. That's what the gallbladder is. Essentially, that's that little pump that's next to your sink. It's a soap dispenser because you can't get anything clean um, without having some sort of an emulsifier. An emulsifier is soap. An emulsifier is laundry detergent or especially very specific um, laundry detergents like the stain stick or a stain remover is uh, or Goo Gone. Goo Gone is a perfect example of one of the best things that people can do to fix their hormones and energy levels and, and restore fat metabolism. I'm not saying take Goo Gone, but I'm saying taking something that's in Goo Gone, <laughs> and that's orange oil, lemonine. Lemonine is a uh, this orange, it's one of the terpenes um, that comes out of oranges. And when you have oranges, when you basically peel an orange, you, it like that little psh, squirts into your eye. Well, that's primarily what's called d or called lemonine and lemonine is and lemonine's also in like pine needles lemonines and cbd like hemp products and everything it's in a lot of different places and so there's this orange type of chemical smell that we get now the thing is is the reason that it's put into furniture polishes and goo gone is because it's one of these things so like you know the your your um oh uh what is it the or the guy that works at the school, the the janitor. So if someone gets gum stuck in the carpet, he'll use that goo gone. Well, that's what lemonine is if you take it inside your body. So it's very simple. Is one of the answers for fat metabolism. If you uh, you need to break free and and free up your gallbladder, we'll talk about that. That's the long term. But in the immediate term, this is every day that goes by that you are not able to unclog that soap dispenser. It's not working. Your brain's not getting food. Your brain's not getting rebuilt with oil. Um, all of these different things. Um, what the fat metabolism is, is again, we store fat. So a lot of times it's weird. People that kind of digest fats are very fat, meaning they store the mechanisms of, of their body goes into hoarding, which means it won't, you know, it's literally like a emotional hoarder. That's why a lot of times too, fat metabolism is related to bad fat, bad fat metabolism is related to a depression hormones. Now we get into which came first, the chicken or the egg. Did you get depressed because you didn't have enough fat or did you not have enough fat and then got depressed? Well, they get in a touch, catch 22 and now you're stuck in a loop and it's now it's both of it. So. The lemonine is something, this is about two, three drops of this orange oil. It's a D-lemonine. It's a, um, 
again, this orange oil um, that's very, very pure, non-toxic, and two to three drops of it in some water. And when you take food that has any kind of fat whatsoever, or a fat pill, or just with food, now it mixes it with inside the stomach. Because the normal way is when you are normal, when the body was the way that it was supposed to be, when you felt younger and didn't have these aches, and when you weren't the tin man going, urgh, urgh, my joints hurt, you know, give me the oil. Literally, that's what it's like. You need an oil change when your joints are bad. Um, so like uh, arthritis and rheumatoid arthritis and all this other stuff. is It's really, you need an oil change. You need to dissolve that old stuff. So like in a guy's tool shed, you know, some of these things have been used and now they've been gummed up with so much old oil that like they're all stuck together. Not even rusted. Sometimes they're rusted. So what's the best thing to unrust one of these things is soak it in what they say, soak it in gasoline or soak it in some sort of dissolver, spray on that WD-40 or that that uh, other super stuff. Let it soak for a while. So um, this is where we then get into the long term in terms of taking the gallbladder ND, um, which has a nanized gold coin. Um, uh, again, a lot of the gallbladder, liver gallbladder herbs, which is like turmeric and milk thistle and similarian and, um, oh goodness, there's a whole bunch of them, just a whole list of different things. And that's in a lot of the gallbladder support. Bilivan, which opens and dilates the neck of the gallbladder so that you can unplug your mustard plug. Because when the gallbladder is what the way it's supposed to be, when you were younger, you chewed up food, you swallowed it, it went into your stomach, your stomach secreted hydrochloric acid, which started to break it down and also started to sanitize and kill off anything that you may have swallowed that would challenge your, your immune system. So it's like, I got this before your immune system even has to attack it. Then as soon as it goes down into the J pouch, so while the food's in the stomach, if there's any kind of oil, it sends a signal to both your pancreas and your liver and your gallbladder, and there's pipes that go into there. So the pancreas will secrete insulin, other as well as other digestive enzymes, protease, and things that digest fat. So it, literally, this is like the the automatic washer, or I like to say it like this: is you imagine that car wash that you're going in when you drive in it your wheels hit these little levers that turns on certain mechanism. And in this one, this one will squirt the stuff that, that melts the stuff off your, your wheels, the wheel degreaser. And then this one is provides like a pre-soak. And then you go into this one and then these different things start to swirl around it. And then, then it, it rinses that off. And then you go to a whole nother section of where, and it happens because as the car is moving along, it's tripping these circuits. Now imagine one of those things where one of those those nozzles is clogged or like the liquid that's inside of it is now all thick and sludgy and full of stones and stuff like that. So as the car, which is the food moving along this conveyor belt through peristalsis inside of our, our guts, we are a tube, you are a worm. And as food's moving along, different stuff gets squirted into it and these enzymes. So one of the very first things is a degreaser, which is this soap, this bile, as well as the insulin, if there's excess sugar and blah, 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 and protease, which means it's given all of this stuff in order to, sorry about that little dinger, um, to, to break it up. Now, if you got a clogged up gallbladder or your bile is thick and sludgy and it just doesn't come out, 
What's going to happen is, is you're going to pass this lump of, oil. remember, oil and water doesn't mix. So it's like you swallow a glass of water with olive oil. It's going to go through your whole body as a lump. It's not going to mix in together. And that's what happens is, is a lot of times people are passing fats right through their body. Now, what is fat supposed to do? Well, fat is supposed to be a cleaner of your organs. So if it has an emulsifier mixed with it, your bile or the lemonine and lecithin, other stuff, so either you do it on your own or you take some things to help your body do that. Um, when it does that the way it's supposed to, what it does is fat leaches through your body and fat's able to go into areas where there isn't much water. And that's going to be at your bones. Um, that's going to be at your joints. And if you want your joints cleaned out of arthritis, now here's the problem is because the joints are these attack zones where um, a lot of viruses and bacteria and just a lot of waste products, meaning if your body is not, if you're building up a lot of bad toxins uh, because of poor digestion, number one, because of stress, number two, because of infection, number three, Again, everybody's going through something. Every car is, is on a is on a road journey, and it goes through different stuff, and you better clean those filters out. You better maintain it. Well, fat metabolism is also these things that... So hormones, which is every organ in your body, every cell in your body, every bone has to receive a hormone. So when we're talking about grandma or grandpa that needs to regrow their bones because they have osteoporosis or bone loss, the bones uh, also need hormones, which is human growth hormone. So that's why we say it's important for grandma and grandpa to not only take their vitamin D, but also do exercise and weight-bearing exercise, vitamin D with vitamin K. But don't forget the exercise, grandma, because the thing is, is, is as you do exercise, what you're doing is producing more human growth hormone, maintaining, because with low human growth hormones, you can put the calcium and the other stuff, and it won't go into the bones. It won't soak in. That's a trigger that it needs. So it needs levels of hormones for it to even receive it. So you can flood the bones with all of these, including vitamin D, but without the hormone. And how does the hormone get produced? Human growth hormone gets produced through exercise, through stress, which means, oh, you are using up more than you put in. So now we actually have to ramp this up. And then also from protein, amino acids in particular. Amino acids are what produce, and that's what proteins are. So when we digest the proteins, which the pancreas helped out and everything, but every good protein also has fats in it. So nuts are good protein, but nuts have lots of fats. Uh, fish is good protein, um, eggs are good protein, but they also have fat. And so if we have a metabolism where we can digest the protein but not the fat, we're passing on, quite frankly, the most essential part of it. Think about any animal, wild animal, the very first thing they do is they go through the organs and they, and they go to the fat. And they will eat that fat um, because it is, if I only have a couple seconds to chew on this thing, I'm going to get something. What's the most essential nutrient? What carries the most bang for your buck? And again, because when you dissolve a carbohydrate, whether it be a simple or a complex, you're getting a sugar. And eventually you break down to what every muscle ultimately says it just needs, which is glucose. What your brain ultimately says, which is glucose. But see, the conversion of glucose to glucose or fructose to fructose 
as opposed to the conversion of fat through the ketogenic state into a glucose and then ketones is the one that is, so when fat is converted into glucose and ketones, the ketones are healing. So the waste product that comes off of the burning process of fat is not only the cleanest, it provides, ketones are like a hormone too, and it provides for the really good hormones. It also provides for a deprogramming of the fight or flight mechanism of the sympathetic dominance, which means the panic and all, and just the, the you know, the modern malaise that we experience is because, you know, we have taught our system to primarily feed on the carbohydrates and not, but see, it's when you put people on fat, but they can't digest the fat, that doesn't help them either. So the real goal is to get people to digest fat. And that's liver gallbladder functioning in Western um, society because of the low amount of B vitamins, B6 and, and minerals and other stuff. Um, and then such uh, eating a lot of these bad fats, the, the trans fats, the fake stuff that's just crept into all of our food. We've jammed up our liver gallbladder and so our soap dispenser is not working very well. And so we are stuck in this perpetual thing of the coagulators. The coagulators have taken over the galaxy, right? And and we would say, well, we need the dissolvers to take up. No, what you need is you need the balance. Because if you end up dissolving too much, then you won't have enough <laughs> to hold on to. So when a person gets deeply into, let's say, malnutrition or deeply into um, starving, and then they start to eat up all their fat, and then they start up to eat up their all the, their muscles. Then they'll go after the heart muscle and stuff like that. And and the most important thing that really damages the heart is the fat layer that's around the heart. So that's why you can have really skinny people um, die from, let's say, a, a massive heart attack. You would think that the big fat person that has a fat heart. Um, a really skinny person has a fat heart and um, their fat heart. So fat stores toxins and fat stores toxins to keep it away from your very critical organs, away from your brain, away from your heart, away from your internal organs. But as a person starts to starve, that's the only fat that they have left and it becomes very, very toxic, meaning full of free radical damage. I know I'm getting deep here, but that's what's really happening. This is the free radical damage. So another thing that fat does is fat is anti-inflammatory because fat is a force field. So it's great to have the shields up on the Millennium Falcon, another Star Wars. <laughs> so all of you, you know, we need to add more of the front shields or the back shield. The shields, just like the shield on the nerve or the shield around the brain is this lipid layer, this fat layer, this layer, this pillowy layer that has to be dissolved by a very specific type of dissolvers. And so um, it's a protection mechanism. So we, we really want to have a good fat metabolism. And then let's get into the other thing is that, so like I said, it's a cleaner. It's a lubricator of joints. So when people have really bad joints, literally you need to get the good fats in there because the good fats, when they are, are and then the hinges are moving through um, exercise and, and that type of stuff, what you'll do is just out with the bad, in with the good, out with the bad, in with the good. And the oil in terms of what's now bioavailable uh, and dissolvable 
and, and assimilatable is these oils that will then the joints will then start to get cleaned out of of deposit. So a lot of times when you see, let's say, a joint where it's it started to rub bone on bone or or the joint becomes all really roughed up, you know, when the doctor says, well, you know, we, we decided to clean it out. What are they cleaning it out of? Is it looks like it's crystals and it's the cartilage instead of the cartilage. So what's the cartilage? When you're chewing on chicken, it's that cartilage bone. It's that right at the bone is that, that cartilage stuff which that as you cook it down enough it eventually then melts down and that's what glue is is that's what bone broth is is this liquid collagen um of which makes up this matrix of the cartilage okay but what happens is the cartilage then starts to become without enough oil so it becomes like a dry baseball glove and it becomes dry and brittle and then it forms these crystals and then if we get uric acid that gets in there, that's gout. Now, when we get into how do we get gout, which is when you look at gout, it literally looks like you have like like um, Superman's ice crystal haven inside there. And it's all shards of crystals and what, what we call deposition. So these crystals are literally on a micro level poking at your your own tissues. But it's growing inside your tissue. So you need to clean that out in order to rejuvenate that joint as opposed to, let's just get it replaced. Well, now you have to go through surgery and they only last so long. You have a high risk of of, of uh, infection and surgery is not really the answer. Um, it's, it's a last resort answer. It's a traumatic, extreme case example. I'm talking about, can you save it? Can you rebuild it? Yes. Like $6 million. We can rebuild them. Yes. Rebuild yourself from the inside out. Um, you can do this, um, but it's first of all getting these mechanisms working, and so now when we also get into hormones, so a person that says that has you know the woman that's growing whiskers on her face, or the man that's growing man boobs, um, or you know anywhere in between, the woman that has horrible um, uh, menopausal type of things, uh, losing her hair, um, the man with male pattern baldness, the me that I you know that I happen. Um, I've halted at a certain position and it stayed exactly in the right place after I healed my gallbladder. And, you know, if I let it grow, you would see, I would, I would still like have a lot less hair because of the, the way that the cells are, are, and I could rejuvenate it, but it's too much work. <laughs> and again, I'm happy with what I am and, and it works enough because my joints work better, but I'm not perfect because I got to have these things too. I got to do these things too. I notice stuff going on in my joints that is related to what I ate, especially when I eat too much sugar, these different types of things. It's feeding some of this bad stuff that's growing inside my joints. So um, the oil, when you have higher levels of oil, so taking the DHA, eating the fats and stuff like that, like the, the good meats, eating eggs, um, coconut oil, even the plant-based one, um, uh, the uh, coconut oil or the MCT oil, the medium tr chain triglycerides, sesame oil, grapeseed oil, uh, avocado oil, avocados, um, cash, raw cashews. These are all so great and so full of the right oils that it will heal anybody. It really will. But here's the problem. Us Western people is we can't dissolve it if our gallbladder's not working. And it means you're wasting it. And that happens with a lot of people. And so now we get into hormones, which is most Western people are going through hormone replacement, even the bioidentical type of stuff, which is this. It's like, let's say a hormone 
which every cell needs. So adrenaline is a hormone, norepinephrine, um, uh, uh, what, what do they call it? Um, uh, insulin, uh, that's a hormone, um, a human growth hormone, HGH, all of these different things. Every single function of what you, you living here, listening to me and me talking is just a flood of hormones. Okay, so, but the problem is, is these hormones come from factories and when the Western society really looks at, let's say I've got bad hormones, what they'll do is they'll, they'll put it in the body. They'll say, well, you don't have enough, so that means your factories have shut down. So let's flood it with more. Well, I'm going to give you another analogy, which I tell people all the time. Think of a hormone as like a product that you order offline. So let's say Nike shoes, okay? Let's say you go to the website and, oh, I like those shoes. And you put in your payment and you put in your shipping and everything like that. And you wait around three months and the shoes have not shown up, okay? The Western society would say, well, let's say this. If the hormone didn't show up, which is the shoes, then we obviously need to rebuild the factory. So like the fact, so where would shoes come from? Normally it would come from like a factory in Malaysia somewhere. They have to go on a boat or they have to go on an airplane and then they have to go. So they're saying we need to pump the body full of more hormones because you didn't get the hormones. So that means the factory's not working. Aha, there's a problem there because there's a middleman there. In that whole thing, the factory produces the shoes and then they have to be shipped. That's the transport system. So what most Western or, or, or endocrinologists are treating is the factory system. But what most of it is, is it's the fat metabolism, meaning it's the, the trucks. The trucks are not working. So even if you give bioidenticals, even if you inject it into a person's system, they're still not getting it because the hormones are a, they are a, a biochemical thing that in order to get into the cell, it has to go in through the fat transport system. So what that means is, is hormones are just like letters, okay? You don't just write a piece of paper and then stick it in the mailbox. It won't get to where it's supposed to go to. You can write that address on it, but it's still not going to get there. It has to go on an envelope inside something that then is sealed, that then can be opened up. That's what a emulsified fat is. So a digestible fat, that, so a fat that you ate or a fat that you have in your body that the bile has been able to dissolve and uh, allow it to be permeable by water things. So the water things are able to go into the fat. That's the only way to get. And so hormones are, they're kind of like a water thing, but they have to go inside of a fat thing. So it's a genius move of how do we do this? Well, hormones, which run everything, that is the law. The law is they have to go in there in order to be received. So I've really helped a lot of people with hormones, both male and female, which is number one, let's fix the fat metabolism. It's the trucks. The trucks are working. And, and the, that means the hormones are floating around there. They're not, not there. They're in there. And that's why a lot of times when people get hormonal testing, they're like, I don't understand. These hormones are really low, but these hormones are really high and all this other stuff. And it's re way discombobulated. So the first foundational thing is, is to get the mechanism of this gallbladder, liver gallbladder, the bile function, the emulsification of fats.
And so, um, and again, uh, it goes into now that's how I get energy because the, a lot of times when people cannot digest fats because they don't have that right enzymatic action, um, that means that they become carb addicts because the only way them to get glucose is if they can't break open a fat molecule because you've got to emulsify that fat molecule through this thing in order to, to get energy out of it, whether it's dietarily added or internally digested. So this is why sometimes people get these weird hormone things where they work out or they even like reduce their calories and work out and they don't lose weight because they can't crack up their crack open their fat. So they in fact they burn their muscles and they burn other things other than their fat and then store more fat on top of it. So I've had a lot of people that weight loss was an issue of it wasn't just working out, it wasn't just even fixing their diet. What it was is fixing this fat metabolism and now they could just digest their own fats in order and then use them as an energy source and then they break into it and then it releases these ketones so that's the whole point of the ketogenic diet or that type of thing. It's, just, it's helped a lot of people to get more energy and fuel to keep this thing called thermogenesis, which is burn up. So if you're a hoarder, either you have someone come in and, let's say, you know, hire a company to take it all out and haul it all out for you, or you just set to eating it. You set to living off of it and eating it. And the, the hoarder model that that is taking away, that's surgery. That's, let's say, bariatric surgery, or that's like, you know, having it, well, boy, oh boy, there's a lot of problems with that. So the whole point was, no matter how big you are, if you digest, if you design a system where you can, instead of going shopping, so if you're hoarding, you don't need to go shopping. You just learn to live off of what you've stored. So, but if it's the fat and your fat metabolism is locked out by restoring the fat metabolism, now you, and so that's the lemonine, that's the um, lecithin, uh, but also in the long term, that's any of these gallbladder type of support things that helps to, and apple cider vinegar is a great emulsifier, and acid will dissolve a fat, and it will help the thin fats out. That's why, you know, oil and vinegar, you know, makes a good dressing that becomes creamy if you shake enough, because they kind of work together, and so that's why having hydrochloric acid high in your stomach, that's why apple cider vinegar is a good supplement to take, um, and, um, and then getting essential fatty acids, so uh, when you're taking an emulsifier, like, say, the Bilivin, now taking more fats and more of the good high-quality fats, that's the DHA, that's the, the a cod liver oil, or even better than cod liver oil would be like sardine and anchovy oil, the EPA D, uh, DHA liquid or, or uh, a capsule that we also form, that's the animal form. Um, that's a great one, too. Uh, Mercola makes a great krill oil, but also adding it more to your diet, eating you know, um, more uh, fat, um, like for people that have, let's say, um, a nervous type of, uh, they should be eating like a whole avocado plus olive oil plus DHA and a whole bunch of stuff like that. And people think, oh, it's going to clog up. No, as long as you are on your good emulsifiers like your DHA and let's say some lecithin that you can sprinkle on some food. It's like this yellow type of powder that just... When you combine it with your food, now I don't need my gallbladder. Now I don't need my gallbladder to be unclogged because I've mixed it with the food, which gives me, buys me time to have the energy that I need for today plus extra energy to work on this older process um, 
this deep soak, which is that's what the gallbladder type of stuff. And then you can unclog these things. And even if you've lost your gallbladder, you can unclog and, and, and thin the bile that's inside the liver and now produce. You don't really need a gallbladder. You, you, they reconnect the tube. So it's all about what happens in the liver. So liver MD is another great thing. So today's uh, show was on um, fat metabolism and hormones. Um, Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. This was uh, Healing Matters podcast. You want to get a hold of me at 734-985-5891. Um, anywhere where podcasts are, obviously, uh, you found me. But if you're still finding me on Facebook or, or YouTube, uh, anywhere podcast, Spotify, um, you know, iTunes, any of these places, uh, just put in Healing Matters, all one word. Um, and you'll see my logo there. Uh, if you want to schedule appointments, strategichealing.us. Um, Facebook is uh, Strategic Healing. YouTube is um, Jason Eagle QRA. Um, I'm also going to be on some of the other things like MeWe and BitChute and all this other stuff. Um, so until next time, thanks a lot, everybody. Bye-bye.